Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. He's coming off that solo pod, taking all of your Twitter questions. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing good. It was, uh, it was you know, double the work, but we made it. You, you it, was, it wasn't it hard. It wasn't hard. It was it was pretty easy to be honest. I mean, a lot of answering questions didn't make it made it feel like I wasn't alone. Um, so that was good. And at least I wrote an article last week that I could talk about. Everybody appreciates that. Make sure you're following along over on Twitter, Bengals underscore Sands, and uh, go check that episode out. Really appreciate you sending the questions in. The good news is today we are recording on a Tuesday. Uh, you'll hear this podcast later in the week, so uh, kind of present tense. I, I apologize in advance. I'm going to be out of town, so we're, we're pre-recording a little bit on this pod. And I want to talk about Joe Burrow. We heard about Joe Burrow for the first time since the AFC Championship game, so that's always really good. It's it's phase two of their off-season program managed mini campus is a few days away too and they'll get into that before all the camp fun stuff but uh joe joe talked what did you think about joe's conference today yeah um i think the big part was talking about wanting the other pieces what i assume meant t and i guess later chase paid um to work with him now i feel like there's a few ways you could take that uh, the one is, yeah, Joe Burrow's taking a discount <laughs> and he's going to fit everybody. And then the other way to take that is uh, pay my other studs. I'm not taking a discount, but, you know, like show me you're serious and pay the guys I want to stay here. So I don't know. How do you take that comment? Or am I misreading the entire thing? And he was actually talking about um, he was very happy Trevion Williams was resigned. Yeah, it could be Travion. Uh, no, you know, it's it's crazy because I think a lot of us, we've actually talked about this on the podcast before when it comes to player money. I always feel uncomfortable talking about what they should be paid uh, because, look, they're NFL players. They deserve every penny. Joe Burrow deserves every penny. And, and if Joe feels a certain way when it comes to how the contract structured, maybe that's an added year, maybe that's six or seven years uh, versus what a lot of the NFL quarterbacks like now with that five-year deal and, and more money loaded into that contract. But Joe could get another payday depending on the structure. And and maybe it does look like that so they can get other guys paid in T. Higgins. Maybe it's Logan Wilson this year. Obviously, they can't touch Jamar Chase until next year. But just thinking of the outlook of that because that's going to be here in no time. So I feel just so many different ways. And I, I, I go through and I read the comments 
when things like that happen, when when media members tweet out uh, press conference quotes and, you know, a lot of the quote tweets are, yeah, that's QB1, that's my quarterback. And then, you know, you hear from other people who, who aren't affiliated with Cincinnati or the Bengals and they're like, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that for the owners? Go get paid. You know, at the end of the day, Joe Burrow is going to get paid a lot of money. He might be the highest paid quarterback going into the 2023 season uh, when it comes to all the franchise quarterbacks. But personally, I I appreciate it. And Joe said it, too. And we actually heard that from Katie Blackburn about a couple months ago when she said, you know, they vowed a silence with the two sides and the two parties. And Joe said it today. He's like, you know, this isn't something that's that's it's out in the public uh, with the media. It's a private conversation. And Joe is involved. And I think that's huge because sometimes you hear NFL players say, hey, my agent's taking care of that. He's going to let me know when I need to get involved. But but Joe is a part of the conversation. And he has been since he's been in Cincinnati when it comes with the comes to the front office and some of their moves so i i don't know how to feel about it um you know it does sound optimistic that you know maybe they'll be able to get t higgins done to this offseason but at the same time um joe's joe's not going to take a hometown discount that's how i probably feel. not probably not Pro- i'm not throwing it completely out of the window because I don't want people yelling. Oh, yeah. I told you so. If it happens, tell me so. Tell tell. I mean, if if Joe. Yeah, I know t- that is one of those where it's like, you know, I'm happy too, right? Like yeah. I was just predicting it wouldn't happen. Probably not taking the hometown discount. Like the way I took that was more so show me you're serious and pay my weapons who are you know almost as if not just as important as I am to the success of this team and probably also thinking like pay T and Jamar because if, as long as I've got those two, this offense will be fine. And, uh, you know, we'll always be able to compete if it's with three elite talents like that. So those are, uh, I guess those are the ways that we took it. I'm sure other people may have taken other ways, but I do think one other interesting way would be to think about like just the Tetris of contracts. And maybe he means that he's going to front load, which would be strange. And so that he could backload his two weapons and then they're mismatchy, or maybe he just meant the length of the deal like that Mahomes 10 year deal, not taking a discount highest paid quarterback when he signs it, but he's just, 10-year deal so you guys can move around the money and make anything work. But that's just fun. You know, they never tell us exactly what's going on. So we just have to play a little Nostradamus and try to figure it out ourselves, predict the future. Um, I think the easiest way to take that is just pay my weapons because I like having them around. But that's the fun of all these. Nobody's ever, Nobody ever goes up to a podium and they say like, yeah, they got me right, right right now about fifty one million. I'm looking for fifty five. Uh, <laughs> type thing. It's like that's not gonna happen. It's always say like, how are deals going? They're going all right. <laughs> Something along those lines. So we never get the full story until it's done, um, and makes for fun content of trying to figure out exactly what they mean. Read the the hints and tea leaves that are left for us at press conferences. And it still feels, uh, I know I mentioned it already on the podcast and, and guessing when this is going to get done is, is probably silly too, but I still personally feel, you know, their July date, uh, right, right when they get into training camp and maybe it's not done before and it's like a week or two into training camp and they get it wrapped up with Joe. Um, but it, it seems 
optimistic, if anything. I know there's really not a whole lot we can pull from what Joe said, um, but I feel, you know, the two sides kind of having that level of trust of just kind of keeping what they're talking about behind the scenes because, you know, with agents and the NFL insiders of Ian Rappaport's and Adam Schefter's, it's so easy to have that relationship when you when you want to give them news. And it seems like so far, look, anything is possible over the next few months, but it seems to be very quiet. And um, there's a level of respect there. And Joe is a really private person. So I think that that's, you know, just a great job by the Bengals front office, too. So hopefully they get a deal that works for Joe and it works for the Bengals front office. But let me ask you this, because we did we did talk about that when it comes to weapons. And he did bring that up. What is your percentage on Logan Wilson, T. Higgins? signs before Joe does. How do you feel about it now in May? Uh, if I had to guess, I think Joe's done first, mm -hmm. but I put a pretty low, not impossible. I don't even think it's like shocking if it would happen, but I think Logan Wilson's probably the least likely to happen first, mm -hmm. unless it's like some discount he takes and you're kind of surprised by it. But even that, like, you know, they didn't get Jermaine Pratt until free agency started and we said our goodbyes already. Uh, and he came on a discount. Just with that one, I think, and I think the team feels this way too, is just the quarterback and wide receiver probably more important to get done than a linebacker. So I think it's going to be Joe or T that's done first. And if I had to guess, I think Joe is done first. But what do you think? I agree with you. I, I think, cool. you know, it would be really great to get. Yeah, cool. Of course. Um, I should say, <laughs> no, disagree with you. None of it's going to happen. Yeah, we, mean, we need more debates. Um, first take level debates on who gets done first. <laughs> All right. I do. I, I, I think it's just such an easy thing to say Joe gets done first. And we're going to get into the tease comments because he talked to the media in our next segment. We'll kind of get into how that ties into everything with these contract extensions. I just think it's easier to get Joe laid out. You, you know what you're dealing with. You already have your franchise paid for. Now you kind of fix the missing pieces. And we've already talked about it when it comes to the the valuable pieces of, of the future with this franchise. And we've, we've agreed on it. And this was during, you know, probably postseason or regular season when we had that conversation. It, it's T. Higgins, it's Jamar Chase, and it's Joe Burrow. Um, you know, you, you hope to hit on your draft picks on the defensive side of the ball and save money, and this is where you're going to spend your money on offense. And it really felt like that's how they drafted this year. Um, I, I just – I think you, you get that done, and then you say, okay, well, this is what we have left. This is our balance of the rest of, you know, 2023 and then the next couple years, and maybe it's a three- to four-year deal for T. Higgins because if I'm T. Higgins, Higgins, still a young receiver. You look at the wide receiver market and you're like, yeah, I'll go get paid for three years and then I'm going to get paid again. Uh, so I, I think it's going to be a shorter contract for him. Um, I know we, I felt like we, we saw a little optimism maybe a little over a year ago when you would think about Joe Burrow's contract with the Bengals. And it's like, oh, if it's like Patrick Mahomes, it's a 10 year deal. And that's just great. I just, I would be a little shocked or surprised to see 10 years for Joe um, because the quarterback market's only going to go up. And, and, you know, why not have another payday if you can? Uh, but hey, I would love to be wrong about all of that. And it is a 10 year deal and they're able to get that done with Joe. But, um, you know, we'll really see what that looks like. I'm kind of leaning towards it's going to be around six years, maybe five years. 
Um, and then you have the added year of this year. So it ends up being kind of routed out to six. Uh, we'll see what that looks like for him. But um, but yeah, well, it, it's it's fun to it's fun to hear from Joe. You know, you, you don't hear from him a lot during the programs. And then as they they ramp up their their workouts, we're we're hearing back from him and a lot of the other players. But let me ask you the most important question. What do you think of the headband? He's worn that headband before. I feel like the there's two things that's currently going on. People are saying like, look how buff he looks and look at the headband. I thought he looked that good last year before the appendix. Like when they had like around this time last year when he'd be coming in for this stuff, I was like, oh, he looks like he put on some good weight. And then he lost it with the appendix. The headband thing, I guess he hasn't worn it in a while, but it looks good. I, I don't know. Yeah, like I, I'll go out there and mow the lawn in the in the same look, try to emulate the energy. Uh, I don't know. I uh, I thought it was good. Nothing has been as shocking as when he came back with the veneers, the the fake teeth. Oh that yeah, was, the, the that smile? was the biggest one. Yeah, that was the biggest one. Where none of this has been shocking. This has all been like, oh, it looks good. The fake teeth. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I had to look at a before picture. Well, uh, I saw it on social media that I feel like a lot of the players go to the same dentist and Lou has been to that dentist recently. So maybe <laughs> Lou's going to have a big old it's, smile. It's for the head coach gig. He's like, I got to get these teeth right. He's like, let's go. Uh, but it, it's always kind of fun to see Joe. I mean, I, I think I've said it before. I have TikTok. So your TikTok kind of gives you your for you page of what you have an interest in and mine is football. So it is Joe Burrow Central on on my TikTok. And you can see a lot of people, big fans of the headband. Um I'm just happy so far. And I I, I never want to jinx this, but I'm just happy he's having kind of a semi-normal um off season right now and with everything that he's dealt with over the last three years. Um, you know, really looking forward to that. He looks like he's having a really good time out there. It's nice to have your wide receivers and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins who don't have to be there. Um, you know, none of this stuff is mandatory at all. It just kind of more of their, their workouts that they keep having until it is mandatory for a little while. And then they'll they'll have their training camp. But yeah, no, the contract stuff is it's fun to guess. But I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'd love for them just to wrap that up so we can talk numbers and say, OK, well, what does this mean? What does it look like? Um, and then worry about it, you know, down the road. But uh, but it seems I would it's it's like you said, nobody's going to come up to the podium and say, well, this is what the number we're looking at right now. These are how the conversations are going. But I would say I'm pretty optimistic that it's going to get done in the next couple months. Yeah, I think it's done next couple months. I mean, when if it's not, then you're a little bit worried. Mentioning TikTok. Now, yeah. the 90s Cowboys, they're America's team. And then, you know, the Patriots, I felt like they were a team of uh, of the people. I will say, it feels like the Cincinnati Bengals are uh, the TikTok team. And not in the juju way of dancing on TikTok, but no. just in the fact that I feel there's like a whole group. I see the TikToks about like, ask your girlfriend, like what number Joe Burrow wears and all that stuff. And they're like national things, not like Cincinnati local things. So I am willing to say and be proven wrong that the Cincinnati Bengals are TikTok's team. Maybe, maybe just the tiktok girls who are thirsty for joe burrow but i will go the whole way with tiktok's team 
They definitely are. I will say oh, that. Awesome. Like avoiding that route of like all the girls, their thirst traps for Joe Burrow. Like, really, <laughs> I've seen that before. And I'm like, you know, like a tangentially related. Like football. Like, what, what, what is this? And, and I'm on the Joe Burrow edits now uh, for you, Paige. Absolutely <laughs> wild. Joe Burrow edits now. It's, it, it it's happened wild. to me too. That's where, I, that's where I got there. I got the Joe Burrow edits. And then I got the uh, funny ones that were like um, – Ask your girlfriend what number Joe Burrow wears. Number nine. Where do you go to college? LSU. <laughs> Those type of things. It's like, it's, it's funny. It's good stuff. It's good content. TikTok's team, the Cincinnati Bengals. The Steelers tried with Juju, but they didn't make it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it just didn't work out. Sorry, Juju. Um, you can't force it. You, you can't, but that's the funny thing about it is um, it happened when it, Joe was on the Today Show in March, because I remember it was St. Patrick's Day, and they asked him, the people who ran the social media account asked that they're like, Joe, do you frequent TikTok that much? Because you're, you know, you're pretty huge on there. He's like, no, I don't have an account. I'm really not on there much. And I'm like, whoa. You are missing a lot of content about yourself, uh, but he doesn't see it. But yeah, I agree with you. I think there he is a very popular. This team is very popular over on TikTok. Uh, but hey, if it's all good news and happy stuff, I'm all for it. Versus any 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 bad uh, social media on on a sports team, so it's it's kind of fun to watch. But the headband, um, I do want to say, last time I checked, I think it was somebody tweeted out a screenshot. Uh, it's sold out already. The Bengals <laughs> headband. It's gone. You can't you can't get it. So, you know, it's all really fun right now. And and all this stuff is fun. And it was great to see T. Higgins. He we we've talked about it before the last couple of weeks. He showed back up to the year offseason program, but he talked to the media today and I want to get to that next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.